following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Studio Complex in Stoner Heaven. My name is St. Peter. Now for the host of the show, the savior of the weed, Stoner Jesus. Stoner Jesus Show podcast recorded live January 12, 2016. What is up, everybody? Welcome to everyone listening live and on podcast. We're live on CannabisRadio.com. Those of you who are listening to Radical Russ Belleville, Welcome. Live on Spreaker, Cannabis Radio on air on the Cannabis Radio account on Spreaker. If you're on CannabisRadio.com, there's a player, uh, scroll down a little bit, it's right there, Cannabis Radio on air, bam, hit play, you're there. You have me, Stoner Jesus, I am on Twitter at StonerJesus420. Tweet me a link to the show whenever, however, and wherever you are listening you will get a retweet. You can interact with the show through Twitter. You can interact with us through email. StonerJesus420 at gmail.com. You're on Facebook. There's the Disciples of Stoner Jesus Facebook group. Make sure you search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook and join our group for the show. That's where all the hardcore fans are. Go check it out. We're also trying to get this Reddit thing going. Doesn't look like it's going to go, but we'll see. Like I've been saying, I want to give people who maybe don't want to, you know, do do the, the whole Disciples of Standard Jesus thing on Facebook. Maybe they want to do it a little more anonymously and talk about the show. We're trying to build a little Reddit thing, reddit.com slash r slash Stoner Jesus, or simply search Stoner Jesus on Reddit. That's Stoner Jesus, all one word. Go check that out as well. A lot of stuff going on tonight. I'll be reviewing uh, Making a Murderer, a Netflix documentary, docu-series, whatever. Coming up also, a hit group bowling league update. Apparently, I'm to understand that there were no, there were again no matches this weekend. 
for the Hager Bowling League? They got some kind of fucking problem with me? Well, I got some kind of fucking problem with them. I'm not getting segments out of this shit. There's no scores. There's no uh, interaction between the hate groups. There was no hate being healed. That's the whole fucking point. If I'm not going to heal hate, if hate is not going to be healed, why do this? Why do the hate group bowling league? When spring rolls around, why do the hate group softball league again? I don't know. Seems pointless anymore. God damn. Also, apparently St. Peter wants to do a profiles and death on David Bowie. I was not aware that St. Peter knew David Bowie. This is a story I've not heard. That should be good. That should be good. This, those are the best St. Peter stories. The stories I haven't heard yet and able to, to vet and know what the fuck he's talking about. Those are the ones that always go so well. Uh, also, <laughs> we'll check out some shit from around the internet before wrapping things up. Before I get to making a murderer... Uh, by the way, St. Peter, uh, if you've been following along, his punishment is supposed to be, I don't know, uh, soon, I guess, maybe tomorrow, maybe Friday, I don't know. He owed me 240 bucks. He only paid me a little over 140 bucks. He's just, he's, the fucking well is dried up. There's no more money forthcoming. So he needs to be punished. Of course, uh, he's uh, technically, even though we don't pay him, he, we do do infomercials and shit. Technically, he's an employee here at the Stoner Jesus Studios. And the Stoner Jesus Show, so I have to abide by uh, Occupational Safe and Health, health Administration standards. Uh, I want to avoid any kind of workers' compensation claims. Uh, so his punishment, for those of you who missed it, is watching Ellen for eight hours. Eight total hours of watching Ellen and the Ellen Show, or whatever they call it, is a tried-and-true punishment and fear-generating mechanism of the Stoner Jesus Show, making people, exposing people to Ellen and her 25-year-old jokes and her dancing. So anyway, eight total hours of watching Ellen, but again, because of OSHA regulations, uh, we have to give him two 15-minute breaks and a half-hour lunch. So it'll be eight hours spread over nine hours. So, you know, it takes some of the sting out of it, it takes some of the impact away from it, but still, something. Something. I gotta do something. I gotta crack the whip around here. Maybe that's why I should get is a whip. Did I say that on TV on on, on, on the radio? No. I'm not, not a whip. Something else. It's not a whip. Get a whip. So anyway, <laughs> that's all that. Uh, it's kind of, um, hold on. I didn't. Get, I didn't play. Uh, my. That's my bad. Saint Peter update music. That's enough. There's really no update to be had. He's not here. His punishment will be soon. I guess he'll be in for the profiles and death to tell this David Bowie story. Oh, man, that can't be any good, can it? It can't be any good. Uh, so far, Joe Destruction and the Dodman podcast on Spreaker in the chat area, the Canvas Radio account on Spreaker. Don't forget, podcasts are on stonerjesus.net. You can also find us on iTunes. If you have iTunes, go rate and comment and all that shit. If you have iHeartRadio or the iHeartRadio app, thumbs up, I think, is what you do on there. You can find us on there. We're also on Stitcher. I think that's a thumbs up deal as well. Go. Spread the word about all of it. It's fucking, uh, you know, the iHeart and the iTunes and the Stitcher and Spreaker and SternJesus.net. There's podcasts, <clears throat> there's podcasts as well on CannabisRadio.com. I'm losing my voice. I'm so fucking excited. So go check them out. So anyway, that was the St. Peter update. There you go. We did get a voicemail. <laughs> we had a voicemail, one three four seven four one four weed I listened to it earlier. Not quite sure what to make of it. Uh, I'm not sure I have to make anything of it. I just play it because I play voicemails. You send me in a voicemail, you'll leave a voicemail when we're not live, one three four seven four one four weed I'll play it. When we are live, of course, you can call in, one three four seven four one four weed or we're up on Skype. Stern Jesus one. See this voicemail that someone left uh, yeah. earlier today. Uh, yeah, hey, um, uh, uh, my name's Robin. Uh, I was calling because um, uh, I just heard uh, 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 John Blowy died, and uh, I was hoping you could play uh, one of his songs because he was just born today and he fell off a scaffolding or something. Um, uh, uh, 
Mommy says I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty. <laughs> I got I got I got um, I got to go play now. Oh, oopsie! I made a boo boo. I love Jesus. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> so there you go, a voicemail left by someone. Thank you for uh, for thinking of me and thinking of us enough to leave a voicemail. Now, before we go to break, many of you have seen Making a Murderer. It's a Netflix uh, documentary. I really never watched Netflix before. I recently got Netflix on the old on the old uh, boob tube. As they call it back in the day. The idiot box, whatever, the TV. I'm, I'm sh- strolling through stuff, and that's where I first encounter you know, making a murder thing. And I'm always interested in that shit, so I make a mental note, you know. Hey, I'm going to go and watch this later. Literally the next day, it's fucking everywhere. That, you know, and the petition's going uh, to free Stephen Avery, and it got a bunch of sh- uh, signatures, and all that shit. So, uh, I was attempting to get someone involved in some sphere of, you know, trying to free Stephen Avery to call the show. That didn't work out. Nobody's responded to me on Facebook, although they saw my, my Facebook message. Nobody responded to me on Twitter. That's fine. Believe me, there's some there's there's instances in life when being on the Stoner Jesus show is not going to help you. I understand that. I'm not, you know, I'm not under any illusions that this is some sort of mainstream groundbreaking show. There are times when you're going to need to avoid being on this show. It's maybe one of those times. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not judging anybody. I Believe me, no one knows better than me. I hear the disclaimer at least four times a show. No one knows better than me that this is not a mainstream show. And this may not be a helpful show. Never, but it doesn't matter. I went and watched it anyway because I'm fucking interested in it. And I'm going to do a review on it because that's what I do when I watch shit. I don't watch shit for the pure joy of it. I do it so I can review it on the show. So anyway, Making a Murder, it's a Netflix docu-series. It's 10 episodes long, about 10 hours, whatever. I am, as we record this, eight episodes through. I've watched eight. There's two left, so I'm through the Stephen Avery verdict, and they're beginning the uh, Brendan Dassey trial. Now, I'm not going to go through all of it and spoil it for people who haven't watched it. Go watch it. I mean, if you've got 10 fucking hours and you're interested in that kind of shit, uh, go watch it. In any case... As far as, as the documentary, of course, being 10 hours is very thorough. There's a lot of shit in there. There's a lot of the trial. Just a ton of information. Now, overall, it is biased towards Stephen Avery. It can't help but be. You know, it's they, they, they had the most access to Stephen Avery and his family and what happened on that end uh, from the previous case. Uh, for those who don't know, is a, is a case of a man who was falsely accused of rape. He spent 18 years in prison. He was out for two years. Uh, this broad that came to take pictures for Auto Trader magazine ends up disappearing. Uh, she, she apparently was killed, murdered by someone. There was a lot of um, there's a lot of evidence pointing to Stephen Avery, but well, I'll get into what I th- I thought of all that here in, in a minute. Uh, the point is this: the, 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 the documentary makers, docu series makers, had a lot more access to Avery and his family, so that is what comes through more. That doesn't mean that they don't show uh, in depth what the prosecution believed and what they said. They did, uh, indeed. Like I said, it's ten hours. They show a lot. They show a ton of shit. For like, most most documentaries are an hour and a half, two hours. This goes a long time. It's got a lot of ground to cover. So, the, the, the basic point of, I guess, the documentary and the basic point of the trial and the basic point of people who want to free Stephen Avery is this. For those who are not familiar in the United States, there are two different kinds of trials. There are civil trials and criminal trials. And civil trials, and anybody who's familiar with the O.J. case, the O.J. Simpson case, you know this. 
Civil trials are based on the preponderance of the evidence. In other words, 51 percent of the evidence says they're guilty. Uh, under those rules, I would have to, and I think a lot of people would agree, you have to find Stephen Afer guilty on the preponderance of the evidence. But that's not the way criminal trials work in the United States. In criminal trials, the, 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 the basic hurdle is beyond a reasonable doubt. In other words, if you as a juror have a reasonable doubt that this person did not commit this crime, you have to find them not guilty. I think most people, I don't know what the percentage is, it would have to be 90 plus percent of people who have seen this documentary would agree that there is reasonable doubt that Stephen Avery killed uh, Teresa Holbach. There's just, there's too much. There's too much. You know, some of it, yeah, some of it has to be stretched, but that's what happens in life sometimes. You know, the prosecutor goes on and on about, you know, you know, you're accusing these two cops of doing this and that's crazy. Maybe in most cases it is, but sometimes it does happen. It's not unknown for police to plant evidence. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a fucking unicorn. It happens. It happens quite a bit. It's happened quite a bit in the war on drugs. Radical Russ was talking about that earlier, about an hour ago on CanvasRadio.com. There are tons of instances in the war on drugs where shit's been planted. Maybe not as elaborate as this, although this isn't really all that elaborate. There's so many holes in the prosecution story that reasonable doubt is almost a given. Now, in the uh, the last episode that I watched, episode eight, there was you know a lot of talk about the jury, and when the jury starts deliberating, seven of them think that he's not guilty, and over the course of, and three of them think he is guilty. And two were undecided or whatever. Over the course of the deliberations, that seven all go over to the side of the three, which is weird in itself. Uh, But, you know, it would almost have to be that way. Because, you know, obviously the jury didn't get to see the documentary. the, the The fucking trial was years ago. But from what they show in court, they see enough. They see enough that the two defense lawyers for Stephen Avery, they do enough to, to, to prove reasonable doubt. So that's why, you know, the controversy now and the petition and multiple petitions, you know, as Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker basically said, fuck you. Barack Obama said, you know, I feel you, bro, but I can't. I can't do anything. It's not a federal case. <laughs> I can't pardon a guy. Um, so basically the, the upshot is... I think last Friday, Stephen Avery got some new lawyers, and uh, I saw something today about they're going to request a new trial. Again, I have to watch the last two episodes, which basically cover the Brenda Dassey thing, which in itself is just fucking nuts. Nuts. The, the one thing you notice when you watch this documentary is that Stephen Avery and the people around him, his parents, his friends, you know, whatever, they're not a bunch of fucking road scholars. You know what I mean? They're, you know, they're hardworking people, they have skills, but they're not educated. They're not very bright. You listen to a lot of their conversations, like the like over the jail phone they have recorded. It's just a lot of yeah, huh, yeah, what, yeah, that's what I thought, yeah, huh, yeah. Is none of it they're not fucking it's not a fucking Mensa meeting. You know what I mean? It's uh <clears throat> they're not bright people. And this Brendan Dassey kid, he's so much below their level of intelligence, he's basically mentally retarded. He's basically a mentally retarded kid. So the last two episodes, I assume, deal with you know his trial and the, uh, the aftermath and what's been going on since then, and so on and so forth, leading up to the making of the, the production or the, the unveiling of the documentary or whatever. Like I said, if you're interested in that kind of shit, it's uh, it's very, it's very good. Uh, Dot Man Podcast says, uh, please be the first person to acknowledge that the FBI has been audited at this time, and 257 of 268 people were wrongfully convicted due to failed forensic testing. EDTA testing was inaccurate. Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of that too. You know, there was the one case. What was the fucking uh, the bitch in Massachusetts? I think who just you know. 
just fucked over a bunch of tests, and they were all wrong. I don't know any details beyond that, so I'm not going to get too too into it. But if you go, you can go look it up. I believe it was Massachusetts. Some uh, testing, like over the last 20 years, they said, "Oh, you know, all the fucking tests are wrong." She did them all wrong, and that's a lot of that's a lot of what people base shit on. Just what happened in this case? That FBI agent sitting there and saying, "You know, the the blood was definitely not planted." I'm sure to a lot of the jurors, it was like, "Yeah, that's right." That, that guy's from the FBI. Shit, man. I've seen uh, I've seen Law and Order. This guy knows he's talking about. Knows what he's talking about. <laughs> But, um, yeah, the overriding sense you get is there should be reasonable doubt. There's a lot to, uh, well, there's a lot to explain, but the, over, the, the overall thing, the, the one that stuck in my mind the most and did for a lot of people is where's the blood? Where the fuck's this broad's blood at? They got a little bit of a smear in, in the RAV4. There's fucking none in the trailer. There's none in the fucking garage. Supposedly, according to the story they first worked out of this retarded kid, uh, she was shackled and sexually assaulted and stabbed and strangled and then she was fucking drugged and she was mutilated and shot and then drugged to the fucking pit and burned and there's no fucking blood anywhere. Except in the fucking, her fucking car, which why should she be in the car? Because it all happens within 40 feet of each other. <clears throat> I... Joe Destruction said, even if Avery and Dasher are 100% guilty, there was so much reasonable doubt in both cases. It was amazing they were convicted. Wait till you see the NSJ. It gets worse. And we'll try to watch the last two episodes before tomorrow night's show and give my uh, my final thoughts. But it's a very bizarre thing, you know. And I, the saddest part is really the the interviews, the, the interrogations, quote-unquote, they did with this retarded kid, Brendan Dassey. It's just... He's clearly clearly being manipulated and browbeaten into saying what they want to hear and he's fucking retarded so eventually he just he just wants it to stop so he's like yeah yeah just stab her just fuck her just slit her throat yeah man yeah yeah I did all that and he, con- he proceeds to contradict himself over time a fucking dozen times he's clearly retarded Stephen Avery himself is borderline retarded but this kid falls way below that. I think at some point they say Dassey's IQ is 69 to 73 or something like that, and Stephen Avery's is around 70. No. You can tell a clear difference between Stephen Avery's level of intelligence and Brendan Dassey's. They're not the same. Like I said, Avery's not that bright. None of them are. You know, his parents or his dad or whatever runs in the salvage yard, that's not due to his intelligence. It's probably due to uh, working fucking hard and a mindless... A uh, 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 goal uh, getting, you know, just mindless fucking. I'm going to get up and do this. I have a skill. People pay me for this skill. I'm going to go fucking do it every day of my life until my back breaks. And that's how he supported his family. <clears throat> you know, he's not writing articles for the New England Journal of Medicine. I think that's one of the things that pissed the cops off. You know, the one chick talks a lot. They go back to her a few times about, uh, you know, they hated the Averys and. He was well-known in there's parts, and people didn't like him. I think one of the things that pissed off uh, the, the sheriff's department and law enforcement is that they got outwitted, and we're going to have to pay off this fucking dumb dude, this dumb guy and his dumb fucking white trash family. They could have been on the hook for $36 million that they were going to have to pay these dumb fucking hillbillies. You can see in that in that instance, well, maybe they don't want to do that. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The fucking dumbass white trash that runs the fucking salvage yard? We're going to give them $36 million we don't have? We're going to bankrupt the entire fucking county to pay these dumbasses? <clears throat> I don't think so. And as you see, they didn't have to pay them. Anyway, I'll, I'll wrap, wrap it up tomorrow after I watch the last two episodes. Hey, group bowling league update coming up. Profiles and death on David Bowie. Apparently, St. Peter has some sort of contact with David Bowie, and that, I mean, that creates a profiles and death segment. I don't guess. Is that how we're doing things now? Fucking somebody dies that St. Peter might have met at some point, and he just rolls up in here. This story better be good. That's all I'm saying. The fucking story better be good. Devoting a whole segment to this shit. Don't fuck me over.
What am I saying? Of course you're going to fuck me over. God damn it. I'm stuck now. I don't know what else to do. I have to do the segment. <laughs> Stern. <laughs> oh, shit. Stern Jesus Show podcast. Live on CannabisRadio.com. Podcast on SternJesus.net and many other platforms. We're recording it live January 12th, 2016. Stay tuned, hoes. Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, everyone. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about your cannabis product storage solution, the Joy Box. Check out the Joy Box banner on StonerJesus.net. Protect your passion with the Joy Box. It's a lockable storage solution for all of your cannabis products. Keep your stash safe. Kids, pets, roommates, whoever. It's also hygienic and is dishwasher safe. Make sure you check out the Joy Box by clicking the Joy Box banner on stonerjesus.net. The Joy is inside the Joy Box. The only cannabis store solution you need. Go check it out. Click that banner on stonerjesus.net or go to joybox.com. That's Joy Box with two X's. Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body products, bags on the retail site. You know, Again, uh, anybody local in since then, I can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planet Everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, I'm on the Internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do, largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that. I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere, but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection. And as Beach always says, having temptations. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Graphic and offensive. I don't know what that guy's talking about. Not this show. Must have got me mixed up with somebody else. We are uh, classy and above board at all times here. Bitch. 
Speaking of bitches, St. Peter's appeared in his little booth. Couldn't make it for last segment. He's in here for the Hate Group Bowling League segment. Hold on, I came up, I found some cool uh, sports music. Energetic sports rock. Okay, yeah, I feel energized. Rocking with the sports rock. St. Peter. Uh, for, for those of you who don't remember, last week, there have been Hebrew Bowling League matches in a while. And last week, come, uh, St. Peter comes in here as the union representative of the Hebrew Bowling League teams. And they demanded all kinds of shit. Paid, pan, uh, paid family leave and, and fucking like, living wage and all kinds of bullshit. And I don't have to provide because, you know, it's not my fucking, uh, it's not my thing, man. They do something one night a week. We promote it on the show. We're healing hate. That's it. Do I assume you're here for more bullshit, Peter? Oh, uh, I wouldn't characterize it as bullshit, Jesus. I am the representative of the Hager Bowling League. And uh, they wanted to uh, inform you uh, officially that they are, uh, until their demands are met, they are on strike. And uh, they will not they will not be, uh, be uh, returning uh, to the bowling unless you, uh, you know, you give in to their demands. Yeah, I don't care. Oh, what's that now, Jesus? I said I don't care. I don't care. I'm done with it. Uh, you understand that they won't be... There will not be healed. There won't be any hate healing to the bowling or whatever if they don't come back to, like, you know, bowl. Yeah, I said I don't give a fuck. I don't know if you understand me, Jesus. I'm understanding you just fine, dude. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It's all it's all running its course. The bowling league, the softball league, all that shit. You're all going to be a pain in my ass, including you, motherfucker. If they don't want to bowl anymore, I don't give a shit. Don't fucking bowl that. Go do something else. Go, uh, I don't know, fucking chew squirrels. Fuck anybody anybody does. I don't give a shit. You understand, Jesus, they won't be bowling anymore. Tell them to fuck off, dude. Fuck off, dude? That's right. Fuck off, dude. I don't care. Bowl or don't bowl, whatever. It's whatever to me. It's whatevs. It's like the kids say nowadays. It's whatevs. Do you, you want me to say whatevs? I don't know what that means. It's a shortening of whatever. Whatevs. Whatevs? No, go back. Go back and tell them to fuck off. Tell them to fuck off. Uh, all right, Jesus, I don't really think you understand what you're doing and the, uh, the, the possible consequences that could ensue from this uh, poor decision. I don't think you know what half those words mean, first of all. Second of all, I don't think there are going to be fucking consequences. I don't give a shit. They're not getting any money. They're not getting any time off. Whatever the fuck that means. They work a couple hours one night a week. They get nothing. Nothing. What was I told you last week? Oh, uh, yeah, you gave me a response. As we told him, Jesus. It was, uh... Let me go back to my notes. Hey, you do that, motherfucker. I am doing that clearly right now. Uh, you said this, uh, quote, suck my dick. That's right. Suck my dick so, so suck my dick your official response or fuck off your official response no. suck my dick comma fuck off and suck my dick comma fuck off alright Jesus I mean this isn't going to end well but uh, you know I have to uh, faithfully report uh, my findings here uh, and I will get that back to them yeah I don't care I'm, as you see I'm already texting I'm moving on to the fucking break you got the stupid David Bowie story coming up? Oh, I wouldn't say it's stupid. Uh, Jesus, but yes, I have my David Bowie story. I'm very, I'm very sad. I would appreciate it if you don't know fucking, uh, you know, yell at me. Well, I'm very sad over my friend David Bowie dying. Your friend David Bowie. Yes, my friend David Bowie, motherfucker. Why do you say everything like that? Like real sarcastic and like, like, like questioning. I don't know. What? Dude, are you done speaking? I'm fucking, I'm moving on here, man. Oh, my God. You're in a real fucking mood tonight, Jesus. I don't appreciate this bullshit. What, man? 
Oh my god, just go to a fucking break and not even listen to what I'm fucking saying, you stupid mother. Turn that off. We'll do the stupid David Bowie story coming up. I know it's going to be stupid. Your friend David Bowie. Why do I say everything questionably? Well, I don't know. Why would I do that? BJ Sexy Hippie has joined us in the chat room. Canvas Radio on Spreaker.com. From CanvasRadio.com. On the Spreaker player, there's a little, you know, bouncing, I don't know, fucking, I don't know what it is. A bouncing thought bubble or a bouncing speech bubble. Just click it. God damn. Everything's so complicated. Coming up, Profiles and Death on David Poe. As you heard, apparently Sam here knew him. Guess we'll, guess we'll see. To find some music for that. I can't play any David Bowie music for copyright reasons because of our, uh, our our being published on iHeartRadio. But I'll find something. Maybe I can find something Bowie-like for background music. <laughs> also, uh, coming up, a lot of viral shit that just I've, I've missed. I, mean, you know, I missed the show last night, which, by the way, the, me missing the show last night was my fault. Uh, lack of a long-range planning on, uh, on on my part, uh, but that issue has been fixed now, so we move on. But uh, there's all kinds of shit going on. Sean Penn secretly met with El Chapo. Uh, <laughs> uh, this bitch who uh, did an interview after a fire. Maine governor warns that drug dealers named D Money are impregnating young white girls. <laughs> Just so much. There's so much I got to get to. I don't have time to get to it all. I got to go to break. Staring Jesus Show podcast, January 12th, 2016. We're recording live, bitches. Stay tuned. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here. I'll tell you about another great sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. It's Poddles. Check out their banner on stonerjesus.net. P-O-T-T-L-E-S. Follow my Poddles on Twitter. They have all kinds of great stuff, including odor-free stash containers. Come in all kinds of sizes and colors. They're airtight, watertight, and UV protected. They also got cones, dab stuff. They got glass, tubes, and more. Check out that Poddles banner on stonerjesus.net. You simply go to mypottles.com. Think outside the baggie. They always have great deals and more going on. Go get your odor-free stash containers and more. Just click that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you by Gigawax Vaporizers. Check out the Gigawax banner on stonerjesus.net. Gigawax Vaporizer pins are sleek, unique, and versatile. They're made with artists, DJs, producers, and music lovers in mind. Get your Gigawax Vaporizer pin for a great low price right now. Go click that Gigawax banner on stonerjesus.net. You're listening to the Stoner Jesus Show. Not only can Stoner Jesus Show podcast be found on stonerjesus.net, you can also find them on cannabisradio.com. You can also find the show by searching Stoner Jesus on Spreaker.com and the Spreaker Radio app, also the Stitcher Radio app, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, and iHeart.com. If you want the links to all of these, go to stonerjesus.net in the top menu bar. There's a page that says, Listen to the Stoner Jesus Show. There you can find all the different ways you can listen to the Stoner Jesus Show podcast. All other information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. 
following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Ah, yes. Stern Digital Show Podcast, January 12, 2016. We are recording it live. CanvasRadio.com. Fuck yeah. Now, I was trying during the break to find some Bowie-like music. I don't think I found any. Let's go to some fucking dance music or something. go. Bumping. Shit's bumping. As they say. It's time now. <laughs> time now for profiles in depth. Some of you may know. It's been a long 2,000 years since the end of the New Testament. Myself and St. Peter have gotten into a lot of shenanigans. We've told many of those stories here on the show. Including our long, including our long radio career. Dates back to the 1930s. That's right, I said the 1930s. Don't question Jesus. So, apparently, uh, David Bowie, uh, at one time at least, crossed paths with St. Peter, lucky him. And, when I say lucky him, I mean David Bowie, of course. And he's here to tell that story. David Bowie, of course, uh, passing this weekend at the age of 69. I was never a big David Bowie fan. Although I do believe uh, Space Oddity is one of the best songs ever. But overall, I never really was a David Bowie fan. Until today, I did not know that St. Peter has somehow crossed paths with David Bowie. So, uh, here, this fucking story better be good. Oh, well, I believe it is good, Jesus. Fucking get on with it. Oh, well, thank you. Anyway, uh, the, the year was 1974. Back in 1974, you know, uh, we remember Jesus. We got fired a lot from uh, from a lot of different radio stations. Indeed, we did. Indeed, and uh, so we. Uh, this is one of those times. It was 1974. We got fired uh, uh, for something. You know, some one of us uh, did that was stupid on air. Uh, probably you. I get no no reaction for that. I mean, I'm not really in. just fucking just fucking go, man. I'm not really paying attention. Goddamn. Made me feel uh, like I really want to tell a story. Anyway, it was 1974, and uh, we had some time between uh, the radio gigs or whatever. Uh, so I was actually a roadie uh, for David Bowie for a uh, for a brief period of time. When you say a brief period of time. What are we talking here? Uh, it was like uh, it was two shows, Jesus. Two shows. Yeah, yeah, two shows. Uh, if you where they were, it was like Minnesota or. Nevada or something, I don't know. It's really not important anyway. Uh, during uh, the course of these shows, I, of course, ran into David Bowie. And David Bowie, you'll be interested to learn, gave me a nickname uh, that I thought was pretty cool. Is this the part where I pretend I care and I ask you what the nickname was? Indeed it is, Jesus. Thank you for taking my cue, or your cue, as it were. Uh, yes, uh, Jesus, the nickname he gave me was Igor. Igor. Yes, yes. Igor, who I'm given it, I understand that is a, uh, like, a like one of the old, very handsome actor that was in movies a long time ago. If there was a handsome actor in like a movie, they called him Igor. You sure about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm very sure about that. You said it on the good authority. It was like, you know, it was like a, the guy, if he was a good looking, he was known as an Igor. And that's what people said back then. So you know, they were very so me, I guess he was. Harkening back to those days, and he called me Igor like the three or four times he saw me. And what do you think Igor means? Uh, Igor uh, means a very handsome actor 
uh, really from the 30s and 40s era of movies. The hands of magic, the lead man, if you will, was known as an Igor. You think that's why he called you Igor? Yeah, yeah, well, that would be the reason he called me Igor. I don't know what other reason there would be. You know what, man? That sounds about right. I'm not even worried about it. You done? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I am done. That was my story about David Bowie. Great fucking story, dude. Thank you. Turn your microphone off now. Thank you. Go away now. My fucking head hurts. <sighs> Igor. Igor. Stern G Show Podcast. January 12, 2016. Truth. I, I have now a pounding headache. Maybe this isn't helping. The fucking pulsing in my, my ear. It's like a St. Peter's stupidity pouring into my ears. I just got a lot of fucking, just a lot of shit in my ears now. Shit I gotta get out. Maybe a Q-tip or something. I don't know. Anyway, those, uh, those viral stories I was talking about earlier. Those are coming up. we got less than 15 minutes left in the show here on CannabisRadio.com. Stoner Jesus Show podcast, hoes. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show on StonerJesus.net. And CannabisRadio.com With me, Stoner Jesus We're healing the hate Through the medium of indoor league bowling During the summer we heal the hate through the medium of slow pitch underhand softball In the winter It's indoor league bowling I know, I know what you're thinking Stoner Jesus, you're a genius Of course you're correct Who else is healing the hate? I don't know Are you healing the hate? Are you healing the hate like I am? I don't think so, son I seriously and profoundly doubt it and my sidekick, St. Peter. No, but I'm not here hustling, man. I'm not here on the street hustling. I'm going to get you your money. I'm turning over a new leaf, Jesus. I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm going to get you the money that I owe you. I think it's like 240 bucks. I'm not here hustling on the street. I'm going to get you your money soon. What? What? No, no, it's $10 for hand stuff and $20 for mouth stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hand is 10 10 Mouth is 20 Anything else we have to negotiate? You can find the show by searching Stoner Jesus on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. Uh, but do not douche. douche. Douching is one of the worst things you can do. Sprays are bad as well because it, 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 it unbalances the pH in the vagina, and then you get a stinky smell. They have sprays? There are some girls that actually spray stuff down there. Do they, do they stick it inside them or spray it, or do they spread their pussy no. lips and spray it, or how's that work? No, just spray the, it's just like, you know, it's perfume. Give it a just spray the outside of it? Some people probably do that. I myself have never done that, because I'm... <laughs> if you're going to spray your pussy with, like, perfume, you might as well not even worry about it. Exactly, exactly. You've gone too uh, far. <laughs> Come check us out, and tell your friends. Man, we're running out of fucking time. Oh, I'm missing everything waiting on you, dude. Get on your list. Oh yeah, yeah, my my list of uh, things to do while sitting home and where's a long fucking title. Yeah, no shit, man. Well, anyway, um, one one of the things you can do while you're sitting there in the dark is uh is, is meditate. Meditate? Yeah, yeah, meditate, Jesus. I believe it's like a uh, it's like a fancy uh, way of saying uh, you know you're gonna jerk off. That's what meditate means. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that is what it means, Jesus. Meditate means to jerk off. Have we done this bit before? I don't think so, Jesus. I know what you're talking about. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised.
Stern Jesus Show podcast, recorded live January 12, 2016. This first video we got coming up, actor Sean Penn secretly met with El Chapo. Sorry. El Chapo! For Rolling Stone interview before his recapture. <clears throat> Interesting side note. You may remember last episode, if you listened, that... Well, backtrack a little bit. Our former bald Mexican intern, Kimo Suave, he disappeared from the show the, the very day that El Chapo escaped from Mexican ass-rape prison. We didn't hear anything from Kimo Suave after that until the other day, the very day that El Chapo was recaptured he called here to talk to one of the interns or whatever. You know, his, his English is not very good, so it really wasn't uh, – but they're pretty sure it was Kimo Suave. He was asking to speak to me, but I wasn't around. And, you know, it just – it's all very suspicious. It's all very suspicious. What does Kimo Suave have to do with El Chapo? Ah. So anyway – uh, apparently Sean Penn's a fucking snitch. I don't know. Let's check it out. <laughs> Stern Jesus Show, canvasradio.com. Come on, World Star Hip Hop. Give me that shit. Rolling Stone video. Quiero dejar en claro oh, come el on. contenido de esta entrevista es exclusivo para... I want to make clear that this interview is for the exclusive, I guess, use Rolling Stone. But it doesn't matter, dude. I'm not going to read fucking subtitles. That's a bust. Fuck you, El Chapo. You bastard. We'll go to the main governor. Warning. Not at like the, you know, the top governor, but the governor of the state of Maine warns that drug dealers named D-Money are impregnating young white girls. Where are the white bitches at? Some of the things that we have done. Number one, I got a bill into the legislature right now to take the traffickers. Now, the traffickers, these are people that take drugs. These are guys that are named D-Money, Smoothie, Shifty, uh, these type of guys that come from Connecticut, New York. They come up here, they sell their heroin, then they go back home. Incidentally, half the time they impregnate a young white girl before they leave, which is a real sad thing because then we have another issue that we've got to deal with down the road. We're going to make them very severe felonies. Another issue we had to deal with down the road, as in mixed babies. Because D-Money is clearly black, and he's worried about them fucking white bitches. That's <laughs> the governor of the state of Maine, man. You can't say that shit. I can say that shit, but you can't say that shit. I'm not the governor of Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check out this one bitch. This bitch has been viral everywhere. I have not watched this because I always like my my initial reaction to things to be uh, with you, with you, my people, my peeps, my homies. I may get urban for just a moment. And when it's a world star hip hop, she's everywhere. You've probably seen it by now. Woman gives funny interview after. A fire. I'll be the judge of how funny it is. Damn it. My friend came to the door. She said, well, I was on the phone cooking me and my baby some breakfast. And she said, hey, something wrong. It's popping. I said, what? She said, yeah. I said, no. So the girl come downstairs. She come out of her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, something ain't right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man, the building is on fire. I said, no, what? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh-uh, we ain't gonna be in no fire. Not today. <laughs> yes. That was worth the wait. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, shit. We got a few minutes left. How about a girl gives advice on sucking dick? There you go. We've had uh, sex toys and stories from the road, our VDJ sexy uh, hippie segment. We have that every Friday. 
She's giving advice on sucking dick. Let's see how much VDJ Sexy Hippie's advice lines up with this girl on World Star Hip Hop. She says, when you're sucking dick, you breathe through your nose. There you go. That's good advice. Let's see what else she's got for us. So, bitch, I feel like telling you bitches about sucking dick. I just need you bitches to understand, like, when you suck a dick, you have to suck it for you. If you ain't sucking dick and you ain't enjoying it, then you, like, you basically wasting your motherfucking time. Because, like... You need to fix your motherfucking audio. In any case, I hope you can hear her now. First of all, bitch, you're going to be dry mouth and cotton mouth. That's first and foremost, bitch. That's right, bitch. Second, bitch, you, your pussy ain't going to get wet. You're just going to be a dick-sucking bitch with no purpose. You just, you just ain't got no purpose, bitch. So look, first of all, when you're sucking a dick, bitch, you need to learn how to... First of all... I'm interested to know the run-up to this. Like she says to herself, you know what? You know what? These bitches don't know how to suck dick. So I am going to make a video, and I'm going to teach these bitches how to suck dick. And then she proceeds to do so. She's a doer. Okay, let that be a lesson to you. This woman is a doer. She wants to do something. She gets it done. Control your breathing. When you suck dick, you breathe through your nose. And you let the dick go in through your mouth. So it's like, <gasps> that was long, but breathe through your nose. But it's like, you have these muscles in the back of your throat. Every time you open them, you breathe in. So it's like, open, breathe, open, breathe. You feel me? I feel you. And if your mouth is dry, what you do is you put the dick way back up in there. And you get the saliva to, you know, start coming about and shit. And then once the saliva come out, then that's when, you know, you start to... Breathing is very important. There's nothing that kills the mood quicker than if the bitch that's sucking your dick passes out because of, a, you know, lack of oxygen or something. It's a boner killer. Do your motherfucking shit. So, like, if you ain't sucking the dick because you're enjoying it, I feel kind of bad for you because it's like, I bet he feel bad for you too because he just like, bitch, suck my dick so I can hurry up and leave. But just like, always remember, suck, never chew. Never chew when you suck a dick because niggas hate when you be biting me too. Some niggas be sensitive too. And there's there's also the two-hand movement. You know, when you, when, you, when you get tired, when you get tired, you know, if you move the two hands with it and just stay on the head. That'll help you too. That'll help you out. You can tell this bitch is used to sucking big dicks. It's like, use two hands and suck it. <laughs> so the dudes this bitch has been with, they all have at least two hand lengths, and then there's more. But, None of us are like that, bitch. But just when you're sucking dick, just always remember to breathe, ho. Just breathe, bitch, because if you don't breathe, you're not going to enjoy it. And then y'all bitch be lazy, sucking dick and shit. No, bitch, suck the dick for you. Then you'll be satisfied. Like, that's it. See me, bitch? I'm a pro at this shit, bitch. I've been doing this shit for years, bitch. Bitch, if I suck that nigga dick, bitch, he ain't going to ever leave me alone. I'm just telling you. That's why I'm saying take my tips, bitch. When you suck your dick, suck it. They probably stick their dick in your mouth just to get you to stop saying bitch so much. Enjoy it, bitch. Have fun. Like, you know, suck it like you love it, even though you don't love this nigga, but I don't love none of them niggas. You feel me? <laughs> I just know how to suck dick. <laughs> That's it. That's how to suck dick. So always remember, you suck a dick, you breathe. If your mouth is dry, you put the dick way up in here. Get your saliva flowing, bitch. You just take your fucking time. So... That's it for tonight, bitch. My TV dinner. <laughs> Suck that dick like you mean it, bitch. That's what that noise was. She decided she's going to make a TV dinner and make a video about sucking dick. And the TV dinner got done just seconds before her video. That's fucking awesome. And that is a perfect place to leave it. We'll be back tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. A regular day and time. Tonight's show was to make up for last night's uh, debacle. And I wasn't able to get on the air. 
Joe Sturgey Show podcast, January 12, 2016. We recorded it live from the Stoner Jesus Studio Complex. Go make some fucking popcorn and make a video about whatever. Any subject you want, do it while the fucking microwave is going in the background. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you tomorrow night. And as always, peace, bitches. You can follow Stoner Jesus on Twitter at StonerJesus420 and at StonerJesusNet. You can find St. Peter on Twitter at ST underscore Peter420. Dank Raven is on Twitter at DankRaven420. And Stoner Schizo can be found at Stoner Schizo on Twitter. Schizo is spelled S-K-I-T-Z-O. You can find all other information about the Stoner Jesus Show at stonerjesus.net.